Hello and welcome to Add Your Untitled episode 47. I'm Rob. I'm Chris. Yeah, uh, and we just finished watching um, Space Jam. Ideally, we've done this one ready for the sequel. Um, I wonder how they're going to do that. Are the characters, the baddies going to come back? Or is it going to be new baddies or what? So from what I've read, uh, they is LeBron James and the Looney Tunes. Um, is it Tunes or Tunes? Tunes. It's Tunes. So, I'm not sure. I get very confused. Because I know it's a, a Mandela effect, isn't it? It's A lot of people say it was T-O-O-N-S and other people say it's T-U-N-E-S, as in Tunes. Yeah. The, 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 the people who say it's tunes, as in T double O N S, are thinking of like cartoons. They're tune characters. They're cartoon characters. See, that's what I thought. I've, I, I, I've always believed it was tunes. It's Looney Tunes because that's the whole group, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't know. But anyway, the the tunes, the tunes, whatever they are, the cartoons. Uh, the, so the characters make it easier. Um, yeah, they leave Looney Land and go out to space or something. <laughs> um, Looney Land. I've got. I've got that, that their world listed in so many different names on my notes. Yeah. I've got Cartoon World, Warner Brothers Land, <laughs> Looney Tunes World, stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> well, I'm going to get into... I, I took notes this time. Um, Shock. I, I, I know. Yeah, I've took quite a few. Um, but yeah, basically the idea is to do this one because we always like to do a sequel if there is yeah. a film with a sequel, as you know. So we've done Space Jam, Ready for Space Jam 2, which comes out this year. Ideally, we're going to watch it either together at that point or separately and then pod on it, um, hopefully, for the release date. That will be cool. Yeah. Um, I'm still trying to figure out where it will be because the when we done the um, films to watch in 2021, Space Jam was actually on both our lists. And we said that it would be um, a direct uh, to HBO Max but I think a lot of films that are doing that are also connected to Amazon in the UK. So I believe it will be Amazon Prime. So it shouldn't be an issue right. to actually watch it, if you know what I mean, R- rather than trying to download another another source to you know, live yeah. stream, like another, you know. So uh, hopefully it comes on Amazon Prime and then we can just do it that way. Uh, that, that Fingers crossed anyway. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, yeah. So I took quite a bit of notes, um, which I'm actually quite shocked at. I question <laughs> a lot of stuff in this film too. <laughs> there's, there's a few things I look back thinking. Even when I watched it a few like a few years back, I was I'm still an adult then, and I was I'm thinking, oh, it's fun. I look back now, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's not quite right. That's a little risque. Really shouldn't have done that. Yeah, it's a bit yeah. risque. Yeah, <laughs> I think we might be talking about the same character. Yeah, I think so. Um, but we'll, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, so there's a couple of ways that you can support the podcast. Uh, if you would like to buy our merchandise, then the link is in the description itself. Also, if you want to buy an energy drink that's nice and healthy, full of nice vitamins and whatnot to keep you going throughout the day, then the best place to do that is Rogue Energy. Now, you can click on our Rogue Energy sponsored link at the bottom of the description box. That'll give you 10% discount. You can use that once per order 
using the code AYU10, but you can use it unlimited amount of times. If you do, I got it right. See, it's so good when I'm in front of a computer because I know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> right, when, we, when, we meet, when, we're, when we're able to meet up, bring it on a piece of paper and have it written down so you can just take it from that. <laughs> I'm just going to screenshot it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. uh, if you do want to follow us on our social medias, then uh, follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash we are AYU. Facebook and Instagram is exactly the same. It's facebook.com forward slash we are as yet untitled and it's Instagram at instagram.com forward slash we are as yet untitled. Also, if you can't be bothered to type them in, literally click the link below. We've got it direct to our web, our social media pages. It'll just take you direct to it. It'll open it up on your app and they'll go direct to it. If you don't want to do that, then please click our Linktree link, which is brand new. That has got links to everything that you will need. Other places for podcasts, our YouTube channel, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, our donations page, our merchandise, everything that you need to do to support us. It's literally all there. If you don't want to support us monetarily, then please either follow us on any of our social one or all three of our social medias for updates. All three of them get updated differently. And finally, if you want to do and support with us, but you don't want to follow us on any social media, then please, if you are listening on Apple Apple Podcast, go and give us five stars and leave us a review. It pushes us up the iTunes ratings, which obviously which we re- what we really, really want. We really, really want Yeah, we really, really want it. Um, <laughs> that reminds me of a fairy spoon. Like that. Oh, it's it's one of those, and it it kind of just falls under. And I was saying it on the fairy spoon one, we were going chick-a-chick-a, and it reminded us of changing rooms. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been a while since I thought about yeah, that. Yeah, go, go back and listen to that one if you've not had a very Spooler one. That's one of our early ones. It's a little bit different. We go back but, and listen um, to all of them. Yeah, yeah exactly. Our yeah. style has evolved since the first episode. It, it has indeed. Um, but yeah, Looney Tunes, um, Space Jam. It's It's been a while since I've watched it, I'll be honest. Um, yeah, that's for me as well. It's not exactly one I'd sit down in the afternoon. I don't know what I'll do now. I'm not doing anything. I'll watch cartoon characters with a basketball player it doesn't really roll off the tongue for me I thought you lost your trail of thought then you was like Looney Tune characters with a <laughs> I went to say baseball but he only only does one game in the entire game yeah you, well, you only comes. see him do one game um, he appears at yeah. the end for the next one I don't know what happens um, and no one seems to be freaking out I know we jumped right to the end but no one seems to be freaking out there's a spaceship a massive spaceship yeah <laughs> Um, all right, so I've got I've got some notes. So let me. I'm happy that I've got right. notes. So let let me roll them off. Um, first one is actually quite a bit whingy. <laughs> Not that I want to bring it down a peg or two already. Um, so it it starts off great when uh, Michael in like the 1970s when he's uh, a young when he's young Michael Jordan when he was at the height of his baseball career. No basketball. No, no, but even way before then, when it's right at the very oh, right. beginning, right? Oh, yes, yeah, sorry, that's my first note as well, when he's a kid. Uh, he starts with his kid, then it goes into his highlights of his career. Yeah, so the yeah. first bit, the intro, like the video with him and his dad, his dad says, um, what are you doing outside? It's like 12 o'clock. I was like, oh, all right, it, it's a different era, like it was the 70s, like, you know. Still not a safe time for a kid to be out, but all right. No, but like back then... I mean, my nan always used to say, oh, we could we could leave the door open and no one would come in. 
Do you know what I mean? It was like a, it was safe, it was a safer environment then. All right, I'll take uh, your word for it. I wasn't alive back then. Me either. That's just what I'm told by uh, my grandmother. Um, but yeah, so that bit's really good. I love the the dad comes out, and he's not on, he's not irritated about it. He's just he talks to him, he talks to him like he's a person, not his son. If you know what I mean. Yeah. He responds to him not on an equal level, but on a friendly level, rather than just like being the father-son dynamic. Yeah. And uh, the son, obviously Michael, young Michael at that point, says um, he can't sleep uh, and he wants to go to college and his dad's supportive about it. And I love he says, can I take one more shot? His dad's so impressed that he says, shoot to your miss, which is, I think, is really encouraging. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, he's, he, one, one second of dad saying, come in, it's too late. Then okay, shoot to your miss. Yeah, you know. Um, so I passed two in the morning. Mum comes screaming out, "Why isn't he in bed yet?" Drags him in by his ear or something. Didn't that didn't actually happen, but you could see it happening. Yeah, uh, and then basically right at the end of that scene, uh, young Michael goes to uh, do a layup, and then that's when yeah. he hit the credits. Now I absolutely love the credits, but my criticism: why are they so long? Well, imagine how many people had to be involved. I mean, it's not just the, the usual bit of people. Yeah. You also got to get all the people who, from Warner Brothers, yeah, all yeah. the people, they've got to be represented as well. I mean, you know full well, someone's only snuck their name into that to show they were doing something <laughs> rather than like actually being part of it. Yeah. There's got to be a few people on there that didn't actually turn up for anything except the last day and then demanded their names be like executive producers or something. Probably. Uh, yeah, you're right. But the highlights were great, but it it just... Because it was, it kind of told the story. Of it dragged what, on. It kind of told the story of what young Michael, like young Michael Jordan wanted. Because he said he wants to go to college, then he wants to like um, achieve greatness at college, then go on to the NBA, then achieve greatness at the NBA, and then finally he wants to go to baseball. And throughout the credits, you literally see him graduate, His and you see the journey that he speaks about right at the beginning, up to the yeah. point of baseball. So it's really good the way they've done it. It's a great story tell and kind of catch you up to where he is. Yeah, even if you didn't know who he was, it basically gives you the highlights of everything up to the modern day. Yeah, for him. very quickly and very blurry, if you noticed. It was like very motion captured. Yeah, it seemed like a fading memory, if you understand that kind of analogy. Yeah, yeah. It's there, but it's it's not the, it's not the forefront anymore. It's fuzzy around the edges. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Um, and then we get to the point where he goes to... Uh, he retires from basketball... And um, he says he's going to play baseball in a press conference. Now, I like the bit after that. So when the camera pans up, it goes from live action into cartoon in one camera pan. Yeah, up to more on mountain. Yeah, yeah. And I absolutely loved it. Now, as you, as you know, if you've, if you've never listened before, if you have listened before, I've never listened before. Oh, for me, I have an issue with... CGI being CGI. either unrealistic or they try <laughs> to make it too perfect and it's awful. But this, because it was cartoons, transition. yeah, it wasn't an issue. And the, the very first transition with them as cartoons was like, Mwah! it was so good. <laughs> like, I love it. Think the, do you think that with using the Looney Tunes characters, it struck a chord with like the, what do you call it, the nostalgia? To a point, yeah. When, uh, well, the ones I used to watch when I was really young were like Bugs Bunny. Yeah. And he's, um, he, did, he said like five things in the entire episode and the rest would be done by the music. Mm -hmm. The walking would be like on the, the symbols and that. It's very clever. Yeah. 
So for me, I grew up, I kind of had bugged like Looney Tunes and stuff. Um, but I kind of had that mixed with Power Rangers and, you know. I was a little earlier than you. Yeah. You, you, were, a, you were a 90s birth. I was an 80s birth. Exactly. So even though we grew up in, in the 90s, you know, watching the same yeah. sort of stuff. But there was a there was a difference between what we watched. Yeah, because by the time I was the age to watch the stuff, you were kind of already watched it and was watching more mature yeah. stuff, you know. So we kind of missed it at, the, at that time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was watching cartoons, you were watching live action. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I certainly was. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anywho. Um, so what's your first note? My, my second name bring my notes up. Yeah, go on. My very first note is about uh, Michael Jordan as a kid. Highlights of his life. Then we then moves on to Moron Mountain, an amusement park run by a alien version of Danny DeVito. <laughs> I love how they they kept Danny DeVito's height. If you noticed, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, I can, you can imagine that being an alien Danny DeVito. It couldn't be any other person, could it? No. So <laughs> my. So I, I, when I used to watch it, I used to just, I never really paid attention to voices and I'd kind of, I'd listen to the voice and I'd be like, oh, it's that character. It's yeah. only as I got older and, you know, things like that. And the more I've, as I've grown older, I'm like, oh, I recognize that voice and put that voice to the actor. It never dawned on me till today that it was Danny <laughs> DeVito because I'd never really paid attention to it. No, because um, you too, the voice was the character and you just carried on like that. Yeah, it was one of those things of, oh, that's... Um, and he's actually got a weird, very weird name. Uh, I've just got him down as Alien Boss in my notes. I don't even really think he had a name, but... Well, right. Yeah, he actually has a, a character name. Give me one second, I'll, um, I'll get a character name for you. And I didn't know that was his name either, to be fair. Um, so it blew my mind. His name is Swack Hammer. Okay, I suppose Swack is a sound effect yeah, yeah. you get from using a hammer in the cartoon yeah swack so swack hammer is so his that name makes sense um yeah That's so painful, it, right? yeah it's a bit odd isn't it but uh I, I love the fact that danny devito is that and he's so <laughs> angry like all the time it's just danny devito yeah. isn't it well the, <laughs> swack swack runs his amusement park and it's just not very good that amusement park is more for his ego because yeah. one of the rides, his face with a cigar, but her friends fire at people. Yeah, yeah. And it's, if you're if you're running a good amusement park, you want to base it on something the kids are going to like. They're going to find fun, something light, fluffy, happy, smiley, mm-hmm. like, like any other amusement park does. Yeah, um, and rightly so. I mean, the the character that says, uh, "Don't bring me any, don't bring me here anymore." Right? Exact wording. I love. Yeah. Um, he says that, and it it touches a nerve. It really does touch a nerve. And he uh, <laughs> he sends the aliens down to learn. What have you got it down as? I know we just spoke on it, but have you got it down as Looney Land or? Uh, alien boss having trouble keeping. So try to capture Looney Tunes powers. He sends uh, aliens arrive in Looney Tunes Land. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's all. That's what I've got it down as the first time. It's Looney Tunes Land. It's. I don't think they've ever had a proper name, have they? Like, the location. It's just... I have no idea. You can call it anything, can't you? The cartoon world? Yeah. Well, they 
uh, the, one of some of the Looney Tunes characters referred to Owl, Owl World as 3D Land. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they actually say that in the uh, in the episode. But re- yeah. what um what sticks out for me is you get the first meeting of Bugs Bunny with Elmer Fudd. Uh, <laughs> poor Elmer Fudd gets his head squished by the um the aliens. Um, and I ask Bugs if they know who Bugs Bunny is. So Bugs he does the whole routine. Does he have ears like this? Yeah. Does he hop like this? No, never met him. And he walks goes to walk off. But did you notice something? He talks to the camera. Bugs breaks the full wall. Oh, that happens. That happens at least. That happens a few times in this movie. A lot, like yeah, and, <laughs> and it's not just bugs. At first, I thought oh, I, I remember him talking to the camera, but I thought he was talking to himself. If you know what I mean? Yeah, but Daffy does it as well. He does, um, and I've got some notes on Daffy in a little while. I do love Daffy. He's uh, have you got a favorite uh, Looney Looney Tune Tune Tune? Whoever it is, you got a favorite character? <laughs> it's a uh, Tasmanian Devil, really. Why? I just, I just wondered. I, I didn't know. Yeah, everyone has a favourite. I don't. I, they're, they're good characters, but I've always, I did, I did like the Tasmanian Devil as a kid. Do you remember the uh, Bugs is obviously their leader? Yeah. So Bugs, Gone. Bugs is is the main. I, I would say Bugs is the main one. Um, Tasmanian Devil is great. Do you remember the TV show? And he goes, ta ta Tasmania, ta ta Tasmania. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've always suspected that Taz has some kind of impairment because his brother, his sister, his mother and father, all represent as basic human they speak they talk they wear clothes they they speak correctly yeah he spits snarls and runs and spins around like a tornado yeah <laughs> I, I and guess no one seems to worry about it no one brings it up in any attention like everyone's trying to ignore what he's doing no but he uses it to his advantage later on when he cleans the basketball court <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> lemony fresh oh <laughs> 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 Uh, it's like without everyone just spat on the floor and he yeah. spins it around and then says let me it's, it's nasty isn't it let's spit shine <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I like, I like, it's, it's just great cartoons isn't it it's, it's so stupid um, it's the kind of because it's, it's their physics isn't it it's their reality it's how yeah. they would do these things <laughs> yeah so uh, the aliens have taken by this point aliens have taken they challenged them to a basketball game yeah, and they realise that they're not going to win because they're tiny. So they go to Earth and they steal talents from yep. NBA players. And, right, so two things. Firstly, when I watched this when I was younger, you remember when they took the talent and they'd come back and he was like, I took their talent. And he was all, they used to freak me out. I hated it. I, I was five when I first watched it. I was at the cinema. It scared me so much. Oh, dude, that's funny. Um, because you just don't expect. He looks so scary, especially when he's got that like happiness about him being evil. It was quite freaky. Um, so yeah. <laughs> so that freaked me out. Right. And then the next thing, did you know who was sitting? You know when the uh, when they take the talent, you got a woman that notices what's going on, and you got a man sitting next to her. Do you remember? Yeah. Do you know who that man is? No. It's Dan Castellaneta. Castellaneta. Yeah, Dan Castellaneta. Do you know who that is? No. It's the voice of Homer Simpson. Okay. Yeah, it just, you know, and he's literally credited as Mal Fan. How random is that? Just, you know, the voice of Homer just sitting in the crowd. It'd be funny if you'd heard him 
yelling out something in Homer's voice. voice. Just, oh. More beer or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gets hit by the ball, goes dull. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing a Simpsons versus Looney Tunes crossover. That'd be a... Uh... I don't know. I don't think I'd like that idea. <laughs> let's, no? let's do a Simpsons crossover with Dead Space. That'd be interesting. That Yeah. Uh... That'd be horrific. <laughs> but yeah, so it's... It's very um, <laughs> it it was just weird to see him there, that like, because you know it's one of those you might not know the name, but you you know the voice. Oh yeah, and most people they either don't know a name or especially with someone like him, if you're just a fan of The Simpsons, you kind of if you see the name you'll recognise it, but you'll only ever see you know his voice, not his face, because it's cartoon voice actor. Yeah, so it was really weird seeing. Him. I, I looked at it and I was like. I'm sure I know that guy. Like I'm <laughs> so I had to pause it. And I was like, "That's Homer Simpson." <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Homer Simpson's in it of sorts. Um, yeah, and then uh, they they pick up Michael Jordan. What did you think of the uh, the hole in one when they're playing golf? <laughs> well, it's classic lunatics, isn't it? Using a magnet to affect something really shouldn't be affected by a magnet to that degree. <laughs> Well, the ball under the ground making this move, move around like basically like a snake across the grass. And he's, Jordan's moving like, go on, in you go. Let's yeah. move his body to left and right, like trying to alter it. Like anyone does playing the game. Game. Yeah, but yeah. I did think it was quite funny. It was. It was just. I I was so confused because Bugs was underground, so he come out of the Warner Brothers world, Looney Land, whatever you want to call it, underneath the golf course. Yeah. <laughs> magnetized the ball and then got it a hole in one then buggered off again back into <laughs> back into Looney Land and let uh, Yosemite Sam lasso Michael Jordan okay that didn't occur to me to even think like that did it not? I didn't even think that he'd like it. no because it was to me he was just there and then I thought I didn't he was just in Looney Land wasn't he? yeah oh, but... that, that never that never occurred to me before because the camera kind of pans down, doesn't it? And it shows that he's underground. But when Michael yeah. when Michael goes down the hole, the golf hole, he shoots through... It's just the rope. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he gets caught by the rope and gets dragged through the Warner Brothers barrier. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I, I absolutely love. Where does he come out of into the loony world? Where it, does he emerge from our world? So he goes down the hole, underneath the ground, through the loony sign... And he ends. He comes into the sky. Yeah. Oh, I was just wondering where he came from. Did he, did he fall from the sky then? Yeah, but I believe so. I mean, Michael goes under the ground and then through the into the under the dirt through the uh, Warner Brothers logo, which I like. Is that's the entrance to the the Looney World? It Warner Brothers. You go through Loon, Warner Brothers sign and then you're in Looney Land. It's like it's so simple. It's just. Oh, I do wonder what. How, see, I'm overthinking it. I'm wondering what the how that barrier came to be. Is like because what that those characters are created and drawn. Yeah. How is there a world containing them? Does that mean? <laughs> I, I don't know. Can we can we go go back a bit? Remember when they were on the screen and uh, the Porky Pig comes on and says, "Stop, <laughs> stop this cartoon. We've got an emergency <laughs> they meeting." Go for their meeting. Yeah. And everyone runs off, and it's just it's just a screen. Yeah. Which means. Everything that's happening, technically, everything that's happening... It's like is a live. reality show. It's, it's live, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like a bloody reality TV show. Yeah. So, so I've got my notes. It says, 
So you're seeing people getting dismembered, burnt, blown up, and it's really happening to them, not just cartoons. Yeah. Which... Granted, the fact they seem to be immortal. <laughs> well, there is that to it. Um... <laughs> but yeah, so Stan takes a photo, and for some reason they blame Stan that... Um... Michael Jordan, uh, Michael Jordan gets sent underneath. It's actually Yosemite Sam that lassoes him. <laughs> Just stand at the heavy set gentleman who's trying to dig him out eventually. Yeah. The other, the other two, Dan, is it Dan Aykroyd? It's or is it Bill Dan Aykroyd Murray? and Larry, who was a basketball right. player, Larry? Yeah. yeah, Dan Aykroyd. He. <laughs> oh no! Oh, sorry, Bill, off. Bill Murray. It was Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Yeah. Yeah, please don't do that. My brain's going to fuzzle. Yeah. Eventually, they just walk off and say, oh, I'm sure he's all right. They've just seen this guy getting sucked down a <laughs> hole that can't possibly contain a human. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he's fine. I'm going to give us two for that. We weren't in any states. But... <laughs> what? <laughs> Makes no sense to me. Yeah, it is it is a little crazy. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I love the... There's, there's some things that really, really do confuse me. Um after Michael's in the Looney Tunes world, Looney Land, whatever he's called. Um, actually, firstly, all of Michael goes down the hole except his trainers. Right, his golfing shoes. Cartoon physics. If we try and yeah, if we try and figure this out, it's just going to be us having severe mental well, well, damage. Well, no, I was going to say, his golfing shoes come off, right? But when he's in the basketball court talking to him, he's got normal shoes on. So does that mean Michael wears his normal shoes underneath golfing shoes? I think that world is controlled a lot by a person's thought. He was never too fond of uh, being anything other than a uh, basketball player. Yeah. So maybe just leaving the golf shoes behind is symbolic of that. I guess so. I, I don't know. Like it. But, but <laughs> who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he did wear two sets of shoes. <laughs> That'd yeah. be thoroughly confusing. Is that in case he got a hole in one? <laughs> uh, I mean, that was, that was quite good, actually. <laughs> and my eyes can't roll any further back into my head than they already have done at this point. Uh, Rob, seriously. That was great. You that should was... feel ashamed of yourself no, no, for that I'm one. I'm proud of that one. <laughs> um, Atrocious. So, yeah. So, they do an inspection on <laughs> Michael Jordan. Uh, well, Daffy does an inspection on Michael Jordan. Um, before he gives him the seal of approval with the A-OK, he, he looks through Michael's ears. Why he sees he, nothing. As pa- <laughs> why is there a paperclip there? I don't know. <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just so random. I don't understand why you're asking me. I'm not an expert on human-to-tune anatomy. <laughs> I mean, is that a thing? he is basically a tune in that world. Michael becomes, as you see later on, he has tune abilities. Well, yeah, yeah. And in any cartoon character, when you look through the rear, what normally happens? It normally shines out the other side, or there's a tiny brain in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so they're, <laughs> they're basically, they say what's going on to Michael. Then we get onto the basketball court where we get the spit shine moment. And then Tad's <laughs> kind of cleans everything up and makes it lemony. Lemony fresh. Which I love. <laughs> I think that's what, he has two lines maybe in the film? And that's one of them. Yeah, the rest is his usual. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> um, and then they're talking about how great they are as Warner Brothers and stuff like that. Why does Daffy Duck kiss his ass? I was going to bring it up. He's, 
why why does he have the symbol basically sewn onto his uh, ass? Like another a, question. Uh, uh, oh, I mean, yeah. That's question one. Then why did he kiss it? Because he's shown his love and loyalty to the Warner Brothers franchise. <laughs> but what? Uh, if I was doing that, I'd have it on my chest over a heart or something. It, I wouldn't have it plastered over my anus. Yeah, exactly. I thought you would have gone. It would have made more sense for him to pull back his fur, and then have it, you know, like or under feathers. Yeah, or, or his feathers. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> put it back. But it, it was just, it was just so weird that it. I, it never dawned on me that he kissed what he kissed his ass before, <laughs> until I watched it today. Because you can see his tail feathers. He flicks. He holds his entire body. Very flexible. That Daffy. He is. Yeah. Kiss his own backside. <laughs> he is a tune, so I guess you know that's how it works. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it was just—it was a little odd. Uh, <laughs> so, what did you think of the uh, crossover with Jordan um, interacting with cartoon characters? Because the, obviously, the way it was, um, the way it was shot was. So it was in a virtual studio. And obviously the animated characters were put in and they were chroma keen, so green screened. Um yeah. and things like that. So it was it was kind of a mixture of kind of CGI and green screen with a plethora of everything else and normal animation. Did you like the look of it? I did it. Obviously it was supposed to be a little more three D and in some cases you've seen him point towards the screen and it's obviously meant to appear three D. But it, Yeah. It just didn't feel complete like that for me, but yeah, I did. I didn't. Oh, you've obviously got problems with it because you've mentioned that you want to bring that up. No, no. So my no, no. The only thing I wouldn't say it was an issue, but it kind of it jumped between three D and two D at times. But then it was kind of they treated the characters as normal. So you was looking over their shoulder. There's a shot when the aliens come down on the spaceship, and it comes from behind. The camera goes from behind them and over their shoulder. It's like they're walking with them. So you get the back of the character or kind of half of their front and then half of their side. Right. So it was just the way it was. They kind of tried to make the, the, the instead of making them 2D, add a 3D effect without having to make the, the movie 3D, if you know what I mean. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Because I guess when you're mixing with live action, it you'll know if it's flat to 3D, you know. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I didn't have an issue with it. I I really enjoyed it. It really, really reminded me of um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, the way it was done. Oh, that's a good classic movie. Um, and speaking of, so the character of Danny DeVito, uh, Swackhammer, was originally supposed to be a live-action character to a very final days of development, and then it turned into a cartoon. Um... And this is a quote from the supervising animator, Neil Boyle. And it says, one thing I heard was that Ivan Retman, uh, when they were thinking about going ahead with this movie, had phoned up Robert Zemeckis about Who Framed Roger Rabbit and said, do you have any advice on what we should do to make a movie like this? Apparently, Robert Zemeckis said, don't do it, it nearly killed me. Wow. I'm assuming because of the production, having to mix cartoon with live action. It was still new, wasn't it? Like, it wasn't a huge thing that they it did. It wasn't... Yeah, it, was a, it wasn't brand new, but it was new enough for everyone to think, this is incredible. Yeah. Which it was. Interacting with a completely... 
drawn world like that was not like I said, not brand new, but incredibly new. Yeah, and it, it, exactly. Leap forward. Yeah, because I mean, there's only been I can only think of a couple of films where it's kind of been like that, but you could tell it was more like flat drawn as two D, as opposed to what including, they done with this. Including this one, I can think of two, uh, three others. Uh, sorry, including this one, there are three that I know of. You got this one. You got uh, as you said. Who uh, framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Then you've got that one with Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Um, I can't think what it is. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think there's a film called. Is it called Cool World with um. Oh, what's he called? Uh, Brad Pitt. It's kind of car- slightly cartoon in that as well. Um, so this was like a turning point for kind of helping CGI. Um, so this was what 1996 no this wasn't 96 was it 1996 yeah oh that was far too long ago Um, yeah so this was 96 so Toy Story only came out the year before and that was fully Pixar so you can see that there was it's a difference of animation and things like that you know that completely different type of it um yeah, so no, I just wanted to see your opinion on the CGI because obviously, like the well, the live action to tune, um, you know, and I think Michael Jordan done a fantastic job of acting, kind of against green screen, like just people in costume. I only had a problem with one bit of CGI in the entire movie. Only one. Right. That's when the after the aliens become bigger. Yeah. They crush Michael into a ball. Oh yeah. And it's that. It's the oh, it's just terrible. They don't change his face. He's, he, he makes different noises, but he's still the <laughs> wide open mouth scream. Oh, and he's there bouncing around everywhere. Yeah. And it's just, the ball looks, oh, it looks like someone made it out of clay. Then CGI'd the clay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that at all. Um, so, yeah, one of on the basketball court, um, as Michael says that he'll play basketball for him, he asked if anyone's played basketball before, and we get the debut of Lola Bunny. Go on. Yeah, that's wow. Is, is so this the bit no we were referring to, his... to earlier? What's well, the bit I was referring to earlier? Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's her. I think it's the moment she flicks her hair back, and when she's when she pats um buzz, uh, buzz bugs on the chin, yeah. he goes stiff. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. It's the moment. It's not her. She goes and blows her hair back. It's you know it it's bugs that reacts. Inappropriately, I guess. <laughs> it's almost as bad as when um, Woody met uh, you know, in Toy Story. Uh, when Buzz's wings me, fly <laughs> with Jesse. I know. It's... But I guess no matter what film you watch, they're, they're, they're there. They're hidden. They're, hid- they're hidden things, aren't they? The innuendos are always going to be there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we get that bit. And then uh, Michael Jordan asked for sneakers, um, which I like. The um, so they go to 3D World. <laughs> they go to his house to collect the bits and pieces. But he also says, "Don't forget my shorts. I wore them like my North Carolina shorts. I wore them underneath my my outer shorts for yeah. every game." Did he actually do that? Uh, I mean, I believe so. Is that would probably be something that he'd done. To be fair. Um, well, so all of them go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched them <laughs> after every game. Yeah, right. <laughs> but when they basically when they basically burglarize his house to get all these bits and pieces. Why was one of his shoes above the mantelpiece on top of something? I don't, I don't Why know. Why was he doing all the way up there? I don't know. But um, but, but you get the kids, they just, 
the kids accept that Bugs Bunny's in the house and like, oh, your dad's going to help us with the, ba- uh, with the baseball basketball game. Yeah. Shh, don't tell anyone and then walks out. The kids just accept it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, as a kid, I would have tried to tackle that bunny, hold it down and caught the scream from my parents. What, her dad weren't there, was it? Mum, there's a talking rabbit in here. Yeah, but they know well, who mum was. I guess, if because they know it's Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck, I don't, you know, they, they were literally watching it that night. So I just, you know, or that the day before, before they went for their meeting. So it's not like they don't know who it is and it's an intruder. It's Bugs Bunny. That's your way too innocent then. <laughs> um, but what I like is uh, there, there's a moment when <laughs> when they're walking back and they've got Michael's uh, like training kit. He goes, yeah. I've got a name for the team, the Ducks. You know, I've got that down on my notes as well because I've got it written down as um, on the golf course Stan is still digging looking for Michael Bugs lays some shade on Disney calling it a Mickey Mouse operation and then he talks about the Ducks being a terrible name for a team yeah it's got please what kind of Mickey Mouse organisation will call their team the Ducks it... <laughs> that seems like a, that seems like laying shade on Disney and the Mighty Ducks yeah because I mean I don't know how much of Mighty Ducks you know or how much of it and the backstory and stuff obviously the Mighty Ducks come out in the early 90s way before Looney Tunes did this that Space Jam film um, but the movie with the Mighty Ducks came out and then the team come out after it wasn't the other way yeah. around and then obviously now they're like the Anaheim Ducks um, but yeah it was just I, it, again I was so young when I watched it and I've never really watched it I've watched it but as white noise, like I've never, it was, it was just background yeah. noise, you know. So I've never really paid attention to it. Today, obviously, paying attention, taking notes for the pod and stuff, I had to pay more attention. And I, it never dawned on me that they said that. And how they got away with that, I will never know. <laughs> if they couldn't do it today, Disney's too, too much of a powerful entity. If they mentioned yeah. Disney in a film. Disney would want millions of pounds to just be mentioned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I did like the what kind of Mickey Mouse organization would call their team the Ducks, and he just yeah. you know flicks it off of it like it's nothing. Because uh, <laughs> um, just we we well Michael was pulled into the world. He had to literally be pulled along a tunnel, a really long tunnel, and then he fell from the sky. Yeah. Later uh, after this, we'll stand. You know the, the other guy. Mm-hmm. Saw the characters jump down the hole to get in there. Yeah. So does that mean, because he eventually gets there, does that mean the hole has properties that you can sink through? And if so, why has no one ever done that when they've reached over the ball before? I, I don't know. I think the reason it happened that... that hang on. So the reason it happened the first time, obviously Michael was lassoed, so he was pulled through using yeah. cartoon physics. I think when they went through, I, I don't know, maybe the cartoon... <laughs> Aura was still there. I, I don't know, man. Maybe that's why they did it at night. Maybe. No, yeah. less people going to be on the golf course. Um, Can you imagine that? <laughs> you have a reputation as a haunted golf course. You use this hole and you'll vanish into a different world. Yeah. Because if everything in the cartoon world ends up on screens that kids watch, yeah. you're going to have real people walking around on the TV saying, help me, I'm stuck inside a cartoon. Well, yeah, I mean, technically, this is what I was thinking when I was watching it. The, the bugs, the, uh, the the cartoons, they either work or they're, they're recorded for work and then the cameras turn off again because they're in the middle of acting or doing their thing and they go to a meeting. <laughs> then Michael Jordan appears. The 
right? So if Michael Jordan appears, if the camera's not on them, if the camera's on them, people can see Michael Jordan in the cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it, it just brain it, explodes. It's, it's just so too much. Weird. What did you think of the character Stan? Well, I think he, the character was designed to be pathetic. He's the yes man. He's the dog's body. He was assigned to Michael to do everything he wanted him to do. Yeah. Um, so the character that plays Stan is called uh, Wayne Knight. Um, I'm assuming or you... the actor who plays Stan. Yeah, sorry. The actor uh, is Wayne Knight. Um, do you know what else he's been in? I'm not sure if you can if you can remember. Oh, he's been in a lot of stuff, hasn't he? So he was Dennis, the uh, Dennis Nidri, Jurassic Park in the yellow jacket. Yeah. Um, he's also in Rat Race. Uh, and also, he's it's very known for uh, being in Toy Story Two because he plays Al from Al's Toy Barn. Yeah, and I don't know if you know this. He's also been he's also been an episode of Bones. Yes, where he was the chocolatier. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's so very good casting. I do I do like him. Um, I think he's great at that role. You know, um, in a role that he was put in. Yeah. Uh, did, do you want yeah. go on. <laughs> no no come on okay go. so I was going to say there was there was a few choices before they settled with Wayne Knight did you want to hear them go on then so one of them is uh, Chevy Chase hmm um, if I mean a lot of stuff I know the name but I've never really um, it was like on Saturday Night Live and things like that I'm trying to see the films uh, so he's in Last Action Hero as himself. So he was more of a. Uh, I'm trying to. I know the name, but not much that he's been in. If you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I think he's more known for his name rather yeah. than much. And then the other one, which I didn't know till today, was Michael J. Fox. Which. Okay. I don't see Michael J. Fox as that kind of character, though. Uh, the, the guy they've got is the one I see. I mean, after you've watched a movie and you've seen all the characters in it, it's hard to imagine someone else taking over one of the roles. In that role, yeah. Yeah, it, it's very odd. Um, I just... I couldn't see him as, like, a a giggling yes-man. Like, he, Michael J. Fox is... He's the lead guy. Do you know what I mean? He, he is... He is, like, um, Marty or the dude from Teen Wolf and... You know, he's he is that guy, not a secondary character. Not that that's a bad thing, but he's got such a name that he would be odd him playing a he, he, a supporting role. Yeah, he's not he's not the snivelling he's not the snivelling submissive yes man that the other guy portrays very well. Yeah, exactly. Um, so when I read that earlier, I was like, wow. That, I'm glad they went with Wayne Knight. I don't think, no disrespect to Michael J. Fox, but I don't think he would have been good in that role um, whereas Wayne Knight was great <laughs> oh there's one bit that came just after the uh, the kids oh, uh, yeah. I, I want to mention like they, all the players the players who are affected go to a psychic she gets everything right she gets the aliens have come from space <laughs> to a cartoon world and that Jordan's helping to win a basketball game yeah and, and no one believes her they're all no. gathered around and she's <laughs> she's literally telling her that the talent was stolen by little aliens who made them touch a magic ball and no <laughs> one believed her <laughs> yeah. So she's actually a legitimate psychic. Yeah. Which uh it's just, it's, I just found very funny. Yeah, it was you know, it's normally their um 
they're not good at that, if you know what I mean. They're, it's never correct. But yeah, she got everything spot on. Um, <laughs> before we move forward, at the, uh, the scene where Bugs and Daffy are talking when they've just got Michael Jordan's uh, attire. Yeah. They're talking, again, they break their fourth wall. Um, and they said the cups and stuff that we're on. Did you ever see any mon- any of the money from that? And then Daffy says, I think we need to get better agents. So, are they cartoon characters or are they actors? I don't know. That, that, does be, that may be why the kid accepts it, because maybe he's seen them out in public or something at some point, rather than just being on the cartoon character on TV. Yeah, I don't, see, I don't know. Oh, this is... Yeah, this isn't just breaking the fourth wall. This is kicking it down and smashing <laughs> it to pieces. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like this kick- is virgin on breaking the fifth wall. Yeah. It's, bre- it's breaking the fourth wall inside a movie that we're witnessing. So it's more like the fifth wall. Yeah. It, you know, yeah. yeah, it's just I know it's crazy. Not to follow, but it's just... Um, but yeah, I, just, <laughs> I know when we talk about things like this, like physics and all that sort of stuff, it, your head goes really fuzzled. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to uh, send it your way and let do, your brain Do you remember when we out. tried to figure out time travel? Yeah, that frazzled us up as well. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, exa- exactly that. Uh, so this this is confusing anyway well, with the times. We have actually, we've yeah, we've moved over the part, we've, I don't know if we moved over properly, about how the talent was actually stolen. I mean, they're on the, they're on the court and everything, playing ball, and suddenly they can't play anymore. How did that... How did the aliens suck the talent into a ball in the first place? I, I, I don't know. I, I, re- I really don't know. Because um, it kind of goes in. Because when the guy is talking, um, when one of the basketball players is talking, he says he felt it in his brain and then down his body. And it does, that mean it en- <laughs> does that mean he had to enter his body somehow, grab it and slowly pull it out? Well, I believe so. That doesn't sound like a fun experience. No, no, it really doesn't. Um, so yeah, five basketball players basically lose their talent, um, and then it's it's really odd because I stopped taking notes at this point, thinking right, I'm going to take some more, I'm going to take some more. But by the time they kind of get back, they're they're having their basketball match. Yeah, it's the main it's the main battle, and that's it, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So. There's some moments in there that I really liked. Obviously, I remember offhand. Um, so the first one, everyone's getting their name called out. Daffy Duck comes out and uh, no one cheers for him. Poor sod. He, uh, is yeah, let's all laugh at the <laughs> duck. That's not fair, is it? No. I've literally got big game begins. Intro of the players, no one cheers for Daffy. <laughs> <laughs> Daffy's always been kind of the... It's the butt of the joke, isn't he? for bugs, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's always... Yeah, I just feel sorry for him. <laughs> so I like that bit. Um, then there's obviously we'll just skip past obviously the game, uh, some of the games. So the monsters, as they're called, uh, are winning, but at half time. Yeah, cheating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at half time. And then um, my, <laughs> Bugs Bunny pulls out Mike's secret stuff, uh, which is literally tap water. Labelled secret stuff. Yeah, uh, but that just there's a lot of drug implications to me. The fact that Michael's only been able to win this competition is because he has a spot of secret stuff with him. Well, Daffy talks about it. He says, "I don't think we should be drinking this." 
<laughs> and he goes, well, do you want to win? So Daffy does have a point. Like, we shouldn't drink it. You know, so he is being correct. Imagine the eyebrows raised if it being called Mark, uh, Michael Special Liquid or Special Sauce or something. <laughs> Here, drink my Special Sauce. It'll make you feel good. Oh, man. Rob seems to be temporarily balanced oh. by that. Uh, <laughs> what, you want to drink Michael's Special Sauce? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, uh, you just have Michael's Special Sauce. <laughs> uh, he keeps it in the bottle with him. That's yeah. kind of weird, but all right. <laughs> But yeah, what did you think of um, Bugs Bunny's glow up all of a sudden? He 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 had muscles on muscles. Cartoon physics. That, that entire universe is based on their own belief in what they can do. Yeah. Because remember, Stan gets squished like, just after this, doesn't he? He gets uh, pancaked. How did he survive that? Oh, anyone can do that here, even you. With 10, with 10 seconds left on the clock, they let him know that he has powers. Yeah. Did you... <laughs> So there's a, there's a few moments in the the second half of the basketball game that I really liked. Yeah. So the first one with um, Bugs Bunny when he grabs the ball on the moped, he rides around yeah. the court. Special <laughs> delivery. The fact that the judge doesn't, you know, the Martian doesn't think to stop him because technically there are no rules about driving the moped on the basketball. Court, <laughs> no. Sure. Which I, I guess there's no rules because it's not something you would do. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> then we get the is it Blues Brothers <laughs> little thing uh, with uh, with Daffy and uh... <laughs> no it's um it's Elmer Fudd and Yo, Yosemite, Yosemite Sam. Sam it's the Pulp Fiction moment yeah, shooting out the shooting out his teeth yeah it's just <laughs> and then you get um the, the, when he paints the uh, the the bread paint on the, one of the I mean, the monsters and the ball charges and sends him up <laughs> it just. It literally and becomes cartoony. Doesn't one of them use? <laughs> doesn't one of them use a fishing line to somehow steal the shorts? Yeah, of one of the yeah and then he pulls his uh, shirt down. It just—I know. It... It's just a question of how they managed to do that because he was still when they after the shorts were pulled away, they turn around and he's still standing up. Surely to get the shorts off, they would have to go under his feet. I mean, it—it's cartoon physics again, isn't it? it <laughs> if you're going to try and understand it, then there's. You know, <laughs> so much in this movie is just cartoon physics. Yeah, I think that's the only way to uh, to discuss it, really. Uh... <laughs> what about when Bill Murray arrived? So, someone asked, uh, "Is it Daffy?" Yeah, Daffy asked him, "How did you get here?" Oh, well, I'm friends with the producer. He had a team to drop me off. Yeah, which makes it that's that's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> so is is this real or is this a movie they're doing within the movie? It's like a movie in the movie. It's got to be a movie within the movie. So it's a full fall within a full fall. <laughs> That's an eighth eighth wall. It's just it's so I don't get it. I I, I don't know. Uh, it's just really hard to understand. But um, I like the fact that no one questions it. Like it's never mentioned or questioned. Because <laughs> Daffy goes, well, that's the way it goes. Just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he yeah. Just accepts it. Um, <laughs> and then we get the uh, to basically in during a half time, Michael Jordan um, makes a deal. He's more his special sauce. Yeah, after the special sauce. Um, he makes a deal with the... Um, what's he called? Sw- Smash Hammer. Smash Hammer. No, no, uh, Swack Hammer. I need to call him Swashbuckle. Swack. That's a pirate, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so with Swack Hammer, the, if the, the Toon Squad lose, then Jordan will go to um, Moron Mountain, sign autographs, and play basketball with all the people, but never win. Did you notice the person that uh, won 
the match against my uh, Michael Jordan. Do you recognise who it was? It was the same. It was the same kid who said you don't bring me back here. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was really good. So it was, it was either they were lazy and didn't want to make a new character, or they wanted to bring him back because Michael Jordan was there, and that was the attraction. Does that mean Michael Jordan has fans on Alien Worlds? Because if people are coming to play against him and have his autograph, I mean, would you want an autograph from someone you've never heard of? It's just a name on a bit of paper. I mean, we go to Comic-Con, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Let's not bring our own lives into this. <laughs> hey, everyone's, everyone's autograph I've got is someone I've known, yeah. not you know someone I know of, and I actually like what they do. <laughs> but I was going to say, I think, I do think that they know who he is. And my thinking is, you know, when we were saying about it, the uh, Toon World being a, a show, when they're in Moron Mountain, they sit on the remote and they're actually watching it, which makes me think that they're actually in a show, but it's live recorded. Maybe I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, if they if they watch, my thinking is if they watch Looney Tunes, then clearly they watch their Muscles Known Basketball. I'm very confused, but all right, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna nod my head and accept it. Um, it's, it's. I never thought. I, I was thinking. Right. Well, I rang you this morning like, in my break at work, and I was like, right, we're, we're gonna do, we're gonna do the podcast. We'll do Space Jam, right? I never did. I think you know about eight, nine hours later, we'll be talking about it and trying to explain if Daffy Duck is real or not. Like, <laughs> it, it, it just, it's not what I expected to happen. So yeah. So Jordan, oh. Jordan gets the final point. Um, Ten seconds if he actually uses Toon powers to stretch his arm across the court. Yeah, what did you think of that bit? Bit of a cop out. Really? Oh, I know. I know. Right at the last second, let's give him tomb powers, even though he's, even though it's been shown he's had them before. Yeah. Other people have said, you know, it was a little bit of a was um, Mary Sue Deus Ex Machina, the last the last minute. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hail yeah. Mary. That's Hail the one Mary, I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. Mary Sue. Well, that's his sister. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no I, f- I liked it i mean i thought it was um I, d- I just thought it was a good way to end the that match you know you know full well that michael was the toon squad were gonna win um it's just a matter of how but yeah i, I thought i liked it i thought it was really cool all right well after they've won um they the what swack hammer swack hammer yeah gets basically gets bundled and turned into a rocket shoved in a rocket by his former well, the monsters, mm-hmm. and then launched back. To, uh, he's not launched back to his world. He's launched back to the moon. So that means he's still stuck in this solar system. He's just stuck on the moon. <laughs> Unless more mountains on the moon. Oh no! That means they're part of the Looney Tunes universe, and this brings brings a whole lot of weirdness to it. Well, they're not part of the, weirdness. They're definitely not a part of the universe because they go into Looney Land. They land. They the. They land on the. Uh, they land with a spaceship. They don't go through a portal. They just land on a spaceship. No, no. They rip. Which through. means they must exist. Did they? They yeah. rip through the Warner Brothers logo. Oh, sorry. Yes, it's the music coming through. Sorry, I completely bypassed that in my mind. Yeah. Okay. So they've had to breach that universe the same way Michael was. The same way Michael did. Yeah. Okay. That just brings up more questions about transdimensional television. Don't go there. Just cartoon <laughs> physics. Yeah, Car- <laughs> cartoons are visiting a cartoon land that doesn't exist but does exist, and they're somehow to bring they somehow bring someone from a from the corporeal universe, the three dimensional universe, to a two dimensional land, 
to take them back to their own place, which isn't a cartoon land to them anyway. Mind yeah. blowing. Um, yeah, mind melting. <laughs> but if, uh, the monsters eventually give up their powers again to you know give up the talents back to the ball players, which I liked. Got back to normal. Yeah. The problem is I couldn't I couldn't uh, name a single one of those ball players. Uh, so I've got a list, but um, if you've never really watched basketball, it's only only because it's in front of me. If you've never really watched basketball, <laughs> then um, obviously you wouldn't. You you know, if you're not a fan of it, why would you know it? You know. Yeah. Um, do you want a list? Go on. I'm sure someone out there's listening to it, and I'm sure we've well, we know some people in America listen to our yeah. podcast, so, so this should be for them. So Charles Barkley from the Phoenix Suns, uh, Sean Bradley from the Philadelphia 76ers. Patrick Ewing from the New York Knicks, Larry Johnson from the Charlotte Hornets, and Muggsy Bogus from the Hornets are the ones that have their talent stolen. And then actual NBA players that are in the game as well, Anvers that take cameos, uh, Danny Ainge, Steve Kerr, Alonzo Mourning, Horace Grant, AC Green, Charles Oakley, Luke Longley, Cedric Sabalos, Derek Harper, Vlad Divac, Brian Shaw, Jeff Malone, Bill Wennington, Anthony Miller, and Sharon Wright make cameo appearances. And their coaches, Del Harris, Paul Westfall, and the broadcasters, Ahmed Rashford and Jim Rome, also appear. So that's the NBA. And then, as I said, okay, uh, Homer then. Simpson is <laughs> in it. Um, yeah, so that's that's all the uh, the... <laughs> players and coaches that are a part of it that cameoed um and there was also something that i wanted to tell you um when we were talking about the when we were talking about cgi so you know we were talking about the backgrounds and how they kind of react to them it says that the stadium yeah. that they're playing the basketball in at the end uh, the state the design of the stadium was heavily dictated by that of the film's many characters and it was such a long process that it went through 94 revisions Oh, wow, that's a lot of revisions for a stadium. Uh, and it says, Tasmanian Devil was brown, so we couldn't have a wooden brown upper level. And there were so many colour colourful characters. Michael Jordan and everybody had to look good in the scenes colour-wise. So, the correct colour and of bugs and whatnot. It says, for scenes that took place in the stadium, shortcuts were made. For crane shots of a crowd of 15,000 people in the final basketball sequence, it was created with live-action extras, cloned animated crowd members and a few computer-generated characters walking around the aisles in the stadium, like popcorn sellers and stuff. When these shots were involved in camera movements, a few 2D extras were animated to reflect the angle of the camera, but much lighting was added to distract from the crowd, thus minimising the work. The reflections of the floor (laughs) on a gym were also faked, as retracing would have meant rendering it for four days per a few frames. Don't forget it was 96. So, like... That's an immense amount of work. And I mean, when I when we do video editing and stuff like that, we, like one frame is, you know, like milliseconds. So it, retracing the whole what would have rendering it as well. Matt, <laughs> that would have taken months, months, if not years. Just for the flaws and that. Oh, no. So, um, yeah. So the way they done it, as we said, was, you know, you know better on them. But if, imagine if they'd done it the way they would have done um, you know, and added all the stuff or retraced it. How, how different it may have looked. It might not have looked. And the thing is, they could have done it, and it might have looked awful. Of, oh, do you know what's actually worse than it looking awful? 
is the fact that it, no one would have noticed any change whatsoever. No. They've done all this work and there's been no reaction to it whatsoever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so basically right at the end, as we were saying, um, the basketball players get their talent back and Michael Jordan goes back to basketball. Oddly. Um, yeah. <laughs> he didn't do too well as a baseball player. No, it was a bit of a hit and miss. Oh, Robert. <laughs> Why do you do this to the poor listeners? Uh. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I just I can't deal with you. <laughs> there was a so there's a few things that I found like little um, tidbits, tidbits. Even. All right. Um, so when Stanley first comes into Michael's hotel room and he says, "Come on, Michael, it's game time." Do you remember that bit? Yeah. And he says, "Slip on your harness, Ooh. slip slip on your Hanes, lace up your Nikes." Take your take your Wheaties and your Gatorade, and we'll grab a Big Mac on the way to the ballpark. All of the things that all of those things were products that Michael Jordan had been a spokesman for around that time. So free product well, placement without me. having to place any product in there. Clever. Yeah, if having, merely having the people mention the products is more than enough sometimes. Yeah, and the fact that someone like Michael Jordan wearing it, or you know, being a part of it or anything like that, obviously people would have wanted. Um, and well, his your... name alone, his name alone was enough to do a lot of stuff. Remember that movie, Like Mike? Yeah, yeah. The kid who wanted to be a base, a, a basketball player. Maybe like Mike. Yeah, yeah. Simple. Yeah. Gone. Um, so yeah, no, but you're right. That was a that was little Bow Wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and that, to answer your question from earlier on, Michael Jordan actually wore his North Carolina Tar Heel College basketball shorts under his Chicago Bulls uniform every game as a good luck charm. So that answers your question. Oh, there we go. So it didn't happen. Not just saying I made up for the movie. No. Um, so yeah, so that's basically the film, really. Uh, we kind of kind of spoke about it, but didn't. If you know what I mean, we kind of, as we normally do, we followed our usual pattern. <laughs> yeah, of babbling for an hour and making it into a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it worked out pretty well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so again, if you want to support the podcast, then um, there is a couple of ways that you can support. You can follow us on our social media pages. You can either go and buy some of our merchandise from the link below. You can either buy something from Rogue Energy and use AYU10 for a 10% discount. If you don't want to do any of that, then um, please, if you are a listener on Spotify and you can rate it, rate it. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, which is our main way of getting up the iTunes uh, podcast rankings, Give us five stars and leave a review because that puts us in the categories of the big podcast, which is obviously where we want to go, where we want to aim for. So literally by you doing something that takes 30 seconds makes a big difference for this podcast. Um, also, be very appreciative. <laughs> exactly. If you haven't and uh, you would like to, there's the episode that we've done previous to this, uh, episode 46, when we've done uh, Living in Crime Alley, there was... Uh, we spoke to a guy called Rob Alien, which was the director of that film. Go over to our YouTube channel if you haven't already. Hit that subscribe button. And if you want to, go and have a listen to our interview, which is called A Conversation with AYU. That came out on the 13th of March this year, 2021 to be precise. Um, it's now active for you to be able to listen to it. If you haven't, go and have a listen. It's a great conversation. We've got a lot more of those coming. We're in the middle of working on a few things and getting our next guest on. Um, we've got a couple lined up, so I'm not too sure who's going to be next and who's going to be after. So we won't name names yet, 
But when we do know for definite, obviously, you'll see it on our social media links that we've got something coming up soon. Um, I think that's it, right? Yeah, that's everything, mate. Yeah, yeah. So, um, any cartoony famous last words? <laughs> that's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs>